Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that interviews artists about the art of songwriting and find out more about the life behind the songs. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee and your host for this show. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. If you're enjoying the show and you want to support the podcast, you can buy us a coffee through the website www.songwritertrists.com. Welcome to A Songwriter Trist with Christian Nelson. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and where you come from. Right. Here we go. I'm actually born to mother and father Nigerian parents. Mm. Okay. I am American born though, so I'm, I'm somewhat of a hybrid. I have been back home three times to Nigeria over the years, but I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, same place as Floyd Mayweather, the world-renowned boxer. So Grew up in that same city. I've always been big on the arts and mom was real heavy on having us do activities that kept us away from trouble. Yeah. I did ballet, jazz, theater, singing, songwriting, band. Yes. And I was also a jock too, so I played ball. Yeah. Just a very busy and very ambitious child growing up. <laughs> did you enjoy um, that? Like being no, so I busy did. as a kid? I did enjoy it because I felt when I was, if I can get good at it, which I, you know, usually ended up, I was pretty good at it, that I would have fun with it. I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed the culture it brought, working with different people from all different spectrums. And I feel like it really equipped me for what's happening now with being able to not just song through jingles and there's some acting going on and the songwriting and things like that. Grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, went to college at Ferris State University and studied um, general business. I actually ended up, did did a year and a half at Ferris State University and then ended up transferring to Michigan State University and focusing on e-commerce, business e-commerce. Which is really good to have. Exactly. It's totally helped now with running a t-shirt line online and things of like that which is something else that i do but yes yeah, i saw that it looks really cool that's something that's people thought it was just a t-shirt but yeah. it's more of a lifestyle and yeah. i talk about that a lot yeah exactly yeah. you know what i mean and um telling sharing my story telling sharing my testimony with people that come along the way and want to know how yeah. we're what and why it's so, yeah that's um, what I'm here. <laughs> exactly you tell you know you know what i mean what ended up happening was I was doing my music through college, met some college buddies that were really doing some big things with some producers in the industry, but we were using some of the resources that the university provided, like the studio and this and that. And I got an opportunity to work with some of Carl Thomas's producers, which Carl Thomas was a bad boy artist, bad boy with P. Diddy and all that. Okay. So I I started working as just a ghostwriter. They didn't put my name, just somebody that was good with putting songs together and I was part of a working team and some of what, what ended up happening is some of those beats and those those beats for those mainstream artists, they didn't always pick all of them. Yeah. So I was able to use some of those beats to push my movement. Yep. So the stuff, so basically the scraps, I figured out that that could still help what I'm trying to create myself, you know? Mm. So use that as a stepping stone and that ultimately landed me in New York at Showtime at the Apollo. 
in mm. 2007. Yep, yep. I did wow. Show Time with the Apollo in 2007. That was a defining moment for me because I was like 23 then. And I believed in myself so much that when I made it there, I, I told myself, I was like, you know what? I don't really have to. I've made it because you had to audition, make the cut and then come back. So I was like, you know what? You have to believe in yourself. That was like a defining moment for me. You're good enough. Yeah. You're good enough. You know what I mean? You might not get the whole world's parade, but you're good enough. And so I just, I built on that, moved to Atlanta in 2009, a couple years after that. That's when it really, it was just a test to how bad I really wanted it, really. Yeah. I got to Atlanta and I really saw that even the independent artists were really advanced yeah. in their presentation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I said, okay, I got to go back to the drawing board here, make sure that I'm ready for this. And so for a few years in Atlanta, I just played the background. I was just writing, ghostwriting. There wasn't, I wasn't the main person uh, on the stage. I wasn't the, the highlighted artist. Yeah. But what happened was some of the artists that I was working with started recognizing what I could bring to the table. That's awesome. So that started opening up some doors gradually. So yeah, I worked with a few budding artists in Atlanta over the years. And this is like between 2010 and 2014 while doing my own kind of mixtape stuff. And then I dabbled with the contemporary kind of Christian world for a while. So <laughs> um, I, I challenged myself in that department. And I think what I found out was, so basically what happened was I got into the contemporary world because I love music. I, like, I loved the religious aspect of it, but I think I was just trying to to just get out there, like get out there. And I realized that the music industry is somewhat in the same in every genre, that there's still certain protocols that that are that you have to follow in R&B, in rock, in, in Christian. And so country, I figured out yeah. it's the country, right? It's still the same kind of infrastructure, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you still have to promote. You still have to keep in mind who's going to buy your record. And that goes in. So yeah. I learned a lot. I just learned a lot about just generally the music industry in, in general. Um, and you learn so much more by experience and just doing it, don't you? There's only so much yeah. they can teach you in a university or a college. And then you've got to go live it. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. So much they don't it, teach you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, you know, so much you can only learn through what you said, like through experience. And that's what it's come to. People, there's so many people that have watched me from uh, middle school and here I am now. And they're like, you know, they're like, you're still, I'm like, yeah, still doing it. And now it's a profession. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And they're looking like along the way, this is a marathon. Yeah, it this is. This is a marathon. It's, and I always talk about passion always wins. That's one of my models because it wasn't the money, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that that initially, right? It, it was the illusion of money was there, but yeah. actually reaching it was a whole different thing. So yeah, building relationships, I've been able to do that, and and people personally have built some relationships personally. So that has helped with radio play with certain people, yeah. and it's such mean, a, so it's an industry of relationships, isn't it? Like you. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't, and I hate it how people say it's all about who you, but yeah, it's really hard to filter through people that you can trust and working through those people that are just in it for one thing or whether yeah. they're in it for, you know, integrity reasons or they're, they're wanting to mm-hmm. give back. And you've got to filter through and it, it takes time and relationships to be able to do that. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're so on point. And along the way, so many people trying to give you advice. 
they want to help, you know. Yeah, yeah well. they want to help. You know, most of, yeah, and, and I salute them, I really do, because, because you're taking so many, these people care for yeah. the most part, and they want to, they want you like, no, you should do it this way, no, you should do it that way. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like, okay, I've, I've got to do it the best way that I'm comfortable doing it, mm. you know, but at the same time, take the advice that, that could propel you to that next level, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. Always yeah, be prepared. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Oh gosh, yeah. Let's go yeah. back to where music actually starts for you. Because I know you said that your mum got you into lots of arts and stuff when you were younger. Tell me about, yeah. for example, when you wrote your first song. Okay, great. I started writing jingles, actually, in middle school. See, I, I, I was, I'm so, yeah, because I was <laughs> always, <laughs> I was trying to always make up some sort of la di da whatever. And what happened was, I started making up like these Burger King and McDonald's songs in middle <laughs> school. And my mom actually bought me a karaoke machine for in, when I got to ninth grade. Yeah. And I started utilizing it. The more advanced one where I could okay. like record and put vocals down and then record again. So I really like, I like, I think I like, yeah, I like broke that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I had, when I was really young, I had one of those plastic ones that you could have a tape a taping, yeah. a little microphone on the side. Like, it was a toy, yeah. but yeah. I used that thing to death. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been, like, eight, I don't know, seven or eight years old. But I, it was, like, yeah. that was my studio. And it, it was, I didn't notice it then. Like, maybe you didn't either, but that helped a lot of, of what I did. Mm. I practiced by myself a lot. I recorded harmonies and vocals and recorded yes. over. I was writing songs and, and I'd be, I'd record the tenor part and then go back and record the alto part and then, and show everybody. And they're like, you did this on that. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I'm really like into it. So yeah, first song was a lot of first, my, a lot of the songs I written, I wrote uh, first were, came with the karaoke machine my mom got me in ninth grade that's yeah, the best yeah and that made it like the official yeah did you so. ever do anything because I mean I used to write jingles just walking down the streets with my friends like oh Red Bull God, and like, yeah. I loved it I, I don't know it was just like a fun brain exercise yeah but did you ever do yeah. anything with your jingles did you ever send it to someone and be like hey I've written your jingle well, you should use it basically what happened was in college I started and that's what kind of created the buzz in college after I won first place at uh, Ferris State University, as a freshman, I wow. won the first place. It was a statewide talent show. Yeah. And I ended up winning it. We had a live band and everything. Like, like first year on campus. Like, really wow. big deal. So I won it, and then, and then I transferred from that college. But what I did was, when I got to Michigan State Grounds, I did a jingle for a popular radio personality DJ who was also in college at Michigan State, but just interning at the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she had had got word when she was like, yeah, I heard you sing. I'm like, yeah, I'm building this little buzz around campus. She was like, "I I need a jingle for my show. I was like, sure, no problem. Nice. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, I go into the studio. I didn't have any instruments or anything. So what I did, yeah, I beatboxed the beat. I was so this ready. I, I beatboxed yeah. it, and then I put the harmonies and the vocal in the acapella vocals to that, and it was good enough, or it was good enough where they just she ran it, and and they just every Saturday at five p.m. in the city, you would hear me come on your acapella, and people started acapella, acapella. That's, that's insane. You know, that's you know awesome. what I mean? I, <laughs> acapella. <laughs> 
B-Box, I, I want to <laughs> let you know that nothing is going to stop me. Yeah, so, um, obviously. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't right. got any instruments, but I'll give you this acapella. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And they're like, this is amazing. And I was like, thanks a lot. So they played it, and I gained a lot of notoriety that way. Um, yeah. that's, that kind of opened the jingle lane for me. People started reaching out. And I really didn't start making money with jingles till I got to Atlanta, yeah, to be honest. You know what I mean? There's a little bit more of entrepreneurial business energy here. So a lot of people, they like um, something original that can help sell their business or service or whatever. I did marketing <laughs> and advertising for eight years, but oh, not wow. in jingles. Like I just was like like promotion and Google and like that sort of like real corporate stuff. Yeah. But I learned oh, so much. Wow. I don't know how I ended up doing that job, but I did it for eight years and it taught did me a you? lot. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it did. Oh my gosh. I got to pick your brain. Oh, I was I was too scared to do music in public for like most of my life until about two years ago. And so I was like a bedroom yeah. warrior where I wrote songs okay. and played guitar and played piano in my bedroom. Oh and my gosh. No one, not even like my closest family or friends really knew that was who I was. Like if you told me what was the most important thing in my life, I would tell you music. And when I said that to people, they'd be like, what? Okay, yeah, cool. Right, so right. I've come out of the closet only in the last few years. So what was yeah. the turning point for you? Because it is hard to make money and it is um, as it, as it, in this industry. It can be a really big mental jump to make that jump from I love singing, I love songwriting, I love doing this, is just my passion, into wow. I'm going to make this my career, this is going to be who I am because this is who I am. And obviously you said you got some encouragement from winning that that, that award, but uh-huh. Is there a mm-hmm. moment for you where you're like, this is it. This is me. This is what I'm, this is who I am now. Yeah. I love that you asked that question because before I got to that point where I knew, I didn't know. And all I knew was that I loved to do it and I was trying to help family and them understand. But they're like, okay, when are we going to make money? So 2016, mm-hmm. I flew, uh, 2016, my sister she does. She was doing journalism for BET Red Carpet. Yeah. She's in journalism and stuff. Yeah. And she had linked. She had linked up with Safari and what's his name? Silento okay. did Whip Nene. The whole Whip Nene. Yeah. So they linked. She linked up with him, and she ended up calling. She said, "Hey, bro, like I'm doing some work with Silento, and and, and people. I would love for you to come out to Cali." And yeah. see if you can help them do a couple records. And I know they don't know you, but I'm going to put your word in or you put your name yeah. in the hat, so to speak. Yeah. I was like, you know what? And it was at a time where I was at a breaking point. So 2016, I said, you know what? I, I'm living in Atlanta. I had just, it was like November or something. And she was like, just come out for a couple of weeks. We'll cover everything. I went out there and went to the really huge studios. I'm in LA, right? Yeah. With this artist named Z Money, who's another teenage phenom at the moment. And we're working on his project. And he's did shows in, well, he's premiered in, what's that show? Not Brainless, but Guideless or? I don't know. It's a big show. It's a big show, though. It's a big show. Anyway, he's doing that. He's everywhere. And we start working on his stuff in the studio. Now, I come in, I don't know these producers. I don't know these managers. I just know what I can do. So they start playing the song and or the instrumental. And the guys that I'm working with have worked with Puff Daddy. They're um, working with some of the biggest artists like DeVito, Mastercraft, yeah. really huge artists in Nigeria and, and beyond. And I start, they play the beat. And 
instantly I get a melody and I just start humming it. And they're just like, they're looking because I work quick. I work pretty quick. Yeah, yeah it comes so, to you. It's good. It comes to me. Yeah, because I love melodic stuff. It's just that's just what I do. So I, and at that point, they're hearing it. They're like, you know what? I like that. Who is this yeah. guy? <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I love you know, who is this guy? So I get it. And I, I actually basically created the chorus for the artists. They couldn't deny it. There was some political thing for a little bit, like, oh, who is he? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's too, it's too, it's too spiking. catchy. So that's what happened. And so I got paid from for, for that project. But the people that I met were, they lived in Atlanta, some of the management. And I lived in okay. Atlanta. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so basically what happened was we created a relationship there and they started considering me for more huge um, projects. Yeah. And, and all it took was, yeah, it was really amazing. It was really amazing. They didn't know me, but they just knew that that I knew what I was doing. You know? So, yeah, I think I can yeah, relate to like, mm-hmm. being in that moment when you start to question, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> give me a sign. Is this what you yes. actually want oh me to Oh my gosh, yeah. Because it can be really hard mm-hmm. to not know. And when you're in this industry or when you're trying to be a songwriter and, and an artist, uh-huh. we don't always know what's next. It's not like a full-time job where you're like, okay, I've got security. If they make me redundant, I've got two months notice. Like yeah. every every job is a contract and you do the contract, but then you mm-hmm. don't know what's coming next. And it can be really hard yeah. in those moments of, is that it? Mm-hmm. Is that Was that my pinnacle? Was that the last thing I'm at? It can be really <laughs> uncertain and you've got to just get comfortable being uncomfortable yes. and not knowing where the next thing's coming. Right. We just got to keep working. You got to keep working. And if you love to do it, that's why I always tell my young mentees, you got to love do what, love what you do. And then you're going to also have to have, find a way to supplement what you do too. Sometimes mm. you don't, because I, while I was doing school and this and that, I mean, I realized money was, the money is really spaced out with music, obviously. Yeah. So like you have to be creative that's what kind of jingles i i noticed jingles started paying me so i was yeah, like why not uh, and, uh, yeah i know why not and at first my guys you know some people are like oh it's a gimmicky oh you're like giving yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. i'm like no <laughs> yeah. i'm like bro trust me this is not a gimmick so yeah loving it is a big part of it being able to offer more is another big part of it mm. If you can play, you can sing, you can write. All these things all help. You act, right? You can act. It's actually really important. (laughs) Music videos, you know. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, of course. And even if you're seeing some of these artists now and shows and uh, movies and such. I remember being young and doing, like, acting. I did a biomedical science degree. I was doing modeling and I was doing advertising and marketing. They're all really – and I was a personal trainer all really different weird things, right? I didn't understand why I was doing so many randomly different things that didn't seem to connect. And then as I've become an artist, I'm like, oh my goodness, I need my business and marketing skills. I need this acting Uh skills because like I've seen some music videos of people who don't know how to act. They freeze up. It takes a lot of training to get comfortable in front of a camera, like the shoulders to come down and just breathe. And like all these things was like, that were just, it was my training ground and it all comes together. But Sometimes it's really hard to see in the moment. Now I just go, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I don't understand it, it's probably teaching me something that I need to know. Awesome. And you sound like you bring a lot to the table. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just keep, keep I'm telling you, one of the greatest things, though, as I, as I look around me and I'm connecting with all these different people from all these different walks of life. Yeah. Like you said, why do I don't, we don't really have anything in common, but the character and the personality is what they're connecting with me, to you and to, to me. 
Mm. And then within that, we've grown to know each other more. And I've been able, because I, I love doing business too. So mm. I'm always, if it's not something that I can compound on with me and my team, I'm so happy to connect people to people I know. I do it all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, it's good oh for them and it's good for you. We lift each other up. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's not competitive. I try to tell you all the time. Oh my gosh. We've got a, an intern that they have mentioned my name on their platforms and, 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 and all that, all that helps. Yeah, success yeah. is relative. Yeah. So. I'm a big believer that as we lift other people up, we lift ourselves up and the same goes to the yeah. opposite way. We put other people down, you put yourself down. So why would you not lift everyone up as much as possible and just mm-hmm. be that support because we just we all need that support in the world and we all need we to be do. seen and validated and heard and appreciated yeah. and so yeah, yeah. sort of do more of that I want to know mm-hmm. more about you talked about passion and we've talked about the struggle yeah. and that now you know what you're doing but is there like a core message or a core purpose behind your art and what you're doing that you want always to come through when you in your music your projects everything you do like what is it that you want people to really see when they hear something that Christian Nelson has done? Yeah, oh, that's great. I want people to hear that I challenge myself to, I want them to hear the challenge. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 I don't want to be as traditional. And that's such a good question because you talk about like my traditional R&B, like I'm 37 now. And 30s is the best. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, the girl, the best, the best. You know what I mean? So I grew up in the 90s. I, I big influence from the 90s, right? In R and B and stuff. So I know the Generation Z stuff and the millennial, and obviously at the tail end of being a millennial and whatnot. But I think for me, I just want people to know that there's real passion in what I'm doing. I want to share like God's beautiful creation in a sense, like with music, like it, it's for me, I don't really think, oh, R&B has to be like super raunchy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can be so artistic and wild. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you can, there's so many ways that you can really like, like I listen to jazz a lot. There's no yeah. words. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. You know it what I mean? Good. And, it feels good. You know what I mean? I don't have to have words to feel good about me. So mm. there's just an element that I'm bringing to the table where I'm saying, challenge yourself to what kind of topics are we singing on? Like, you know, mm. I, I'm starting to get from my audience. They're sensual and sexual. So I give them kind of a choice. Was it more sexual for you in this one? Or was it more sensual and more fulfilling that you got from this? I just want people to just see how there's a, a real passion for music. I don't like try to pimp it and like you know i just really love it like from its core you don't even have to play yeah. words you can just play instruments you yeah. know what i mean and i can appreciate classical jazz edm contemporary you know yeah. uh, r&b hip-hop of course so yeah i just want people to know that like i challenge myself i challenge yeah. myself to not be traditional basically yeah. always like a music is an energy exchange like mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. I spoke to Pat Patterson, he always says to shock people that music doesn't mean anything. It feels like you mm. just said. The lyrics mean something, like they add meaning to, to music. Sure. But music in itself is a feeling in, in a, you know, a physically manifested form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because of that, when an artist does create music, their energy, whatever it is, like within you or within myself, or when, when we create music, our energy is implanted into that song. 
and that is transferable. And I think that, I, I don't know, this is like yeah. my spiritual side, but like the sexual yeah. energy and the freedom energy and like all that sort of stuff, uh-huh. if it comes from a place of authenticity and love and passion, yes. if I'm putting sexuality yeah. stuff in there because I think it sells and it's going to make right. me famous. there we go. It's there so obvious. Go. It's just being crude. Mm-hmm. Whereas I am very sexy and cheeky in my music um, mm-hmm. and I'll have a wink and a smile. But because that's because sexuality is a part of who we are as people, and I think there's nothing to be ashamed of in that, and we should embrace it, and we should embrace the power of sexuality. Yeah, not because I'm like, oh, I want to be slutty, and I think people will like it better (laughs) if I show some tit. Like, you know, like it's you know what I mean. (laughs) And I think there is a real balance, but I I also believe as long as your integrity and you're in there for the right space and the right reasons, Mm -hmm. people will pick up on that. And so I think that's beautiful what you're doing. I can see the real like like that energy really comes through in your music. So that's a real achievement. That's an achievement for sure. When you're a singer or R&B singer, the intimate part of that is it's a part of it. So I had mm. a song called Body, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this was my, and it was like a wine, like Ooh. a wine. It has yeah. a wine. Yeah, so I did it, and when I put it out, people loved it, but it was art. It was artistic, too. It was, I can't even, I, I can't even remember. It was years ago I did the song, but yeah. it was my kind of declaration to the sexual, but artistic and authentic, like you said, song, and people respected it so much it's That's almost awesome. like you open their eyes a little bit you can we do can one talk two, about three. this like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean and i, I think the words were like i just want to say lady i'd like for you to know that i will be the one you run to you know how? it's like you really it's, sexy it's, it's romantic yeah yeah and then i said i said i stimulate your mind while you slow wine, it's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, okay. I'm putting that that picture. I love challenging myself in that regard. I I, I totally love doing Me too. that. I love that. That's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. So let's talk about co-writing. Okay. You've done a oh little bit gosh. of co-writing and working with people. Tell me about uh-huh. your advice for co-writing and what you do to prepare and and maybe your best experience. Great question. I would say that when I'm writing for people, it's a little different because. Sometimes you'll get, you'll send it off as a reference and they'll give you the feedback and you have to change certain things. I've gotten so much better with that. I tell people, get okay with criticism. Get okay with construction. Love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it only makes you better. And what's happened is I've taken the criticism and perfected it, send it off. They're like, you nailed it. Like you nailed it. Just be, when you're co-writing, it's not really about you it's about the art the whoever you're writing it for so understand where they're coming from Mm. when they have some suggestions and i have taken suggestions yeah co-writing i've taken those suggestions and i fine-tuned it and send it back and it's been a very like awesome so I would say study the artist too a little bit their style their swag melodically what, what they like to do I've done a lot of that where I, let me see what this artist is about. Oh, okay, they're a little bit more up-tempo or mid-tempo or, yeah, you know, yeah. okay, so let me add a little bit of this or a little bit of that. So, yeah, co-writing, yeah, doing, doing some studying about it and, and being okay with getting some criticism too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I appreciate criticism, like, so much because not – not everyone's going to offer it to you because most people are afraid to hurt your feelings. 
And there you go. So when you get someone actually offering feedback, what know where it's coming from. Is it coming from a place of wanting to help or is it coming from a place of jealousy? And that can be different. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the mm-hmm. time I found that the people who offer criticism, sometimes it's really hard to do it, but uh-huh. most of the time it's they want it, they want you to be better. And I, I go searching for it now. And sometimes people are like, why do you want to be criticized or why do you want feedback now when you've finished your song or whatever? And it's because uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna create more of this yeah. and I want it to be better mm-hmm. than the last. And I can't it can't be better than the last one I've done. If everyone's oh it's great, it's perfect, oh, I love it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad you like it. But how can I be better? How can I be better? better? Because yes. it, it, it can't be perfect because otherwise I've got nothing else mm-hmm. to give. If it's perfect, you can't get better than that. That's I know so that I can true. get better. So <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that really good so feedback. True. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. It's definitely, it's, I made it a strong point now, taking the criticism, the advice. Yeah. And yeah, we find, and it's turned out even better. So well done. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. Well done. What's the best advice that you've ever been given from someone else? Passion always wins. Hard work outdoes talent any day. Yeah. That's another big one. You know? I've met so many really um, talented people. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. Been yeah. there. Been there. I was almost left there with them, but I made it yeah. decision. <laughs> <laughs> you worked your way out of the hole. You got it. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well done. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, and I, and one of the, to whom much is given, much is required, right? Yeah. As a leader, as someone that has learned and been blessed to have some of these amazing situations, what am I doing with it? Mm. Am I pouring into? Because I meet people now that go my go to my feet, and I haven't made, and I'm still we still got a long way to go, which is one of the name one of my songs, a long way to go. Yeah. Um, but in that. Long in that process, am I feeding anybody? Am I pouring any into anybody? Am I helping anybody? I I, I mean, genuine artists that I just want. I'm ready to do this. I want to sing. I want to do this. I was like, okay, you, you want to do this? You really yeah. want to do this? Okay. You know what? It's going to take. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take ambition. It's going to yeah. take. Are you ready for this? And I tell them, you got to be. It's going to take working out in the morning when you don't want to. It's going to all of that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take rejection, okay? Yeah. And I tell them, and they come to the studio, and I'm always open door. Come in, come yep. to the studio, come see. Because I was there when somebody gave me an opportunity, but at the same time, they didn't give me, uh, they didn't give me anything for free. Yeah. So they get, I was given an opportunity, but I wasn't given anything for free. When I see these artists that really have it in their eyes and have passion. I just I take them under the wing. If I can connect them to a source, I'll do that. Or if they can come in the studio and learn. Or there's another thing that I do with budding artists is I bring them on the background vocals with me. Yeah, okay. To help with not just, Trying you know, to- I don't, not that I need it, but so that they can, you know, see some of the steps that I've taken to get here. Yeah. You know what I mean? They get in there, they get in the studio doing background vocals. Now they can use that on their resume. Hey, I've worked with Christian Nelson. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what that's the way I can give. You feel me? Now, yeah. if, they're, if, they're, too big, the if they're too big and bad. Yeah, know, yeah. Right? If you're too good for it, then it's like, all right, good <laughs> luck okay. with your record label. It's a jungle out there, bro. So, um, oh, True. Work with yeah, anyone. Yeah. Take any opportunity because you never know what's going to come out of any opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's such good advice. All right. So that, yeah. and that's... That kind of answered both questions because my next question was going to be like, what advice do you give mm-hmm. to people who are just starting out? 
Yeah, yeah. Love it. They got to identify how much you want to do this. Uh, how much do you want to do it? What mm. do you want to do? Do you want a song? Do you want to, you know, try to identify how far you want to go, you know? Um, don't limit yourself. I always tell people that. Don't limit yourself because Jingles opened up the main stage, so to speak. Jingles opened up the main stage, yeah. That's oh, you do Jingles? Okay, what else do you do? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yep, I tell people learn instruments. That's good too. Playing piano, you know, I play a little piano. I played yeah. baritone for eight, nine years, marching band, concert band, you know, yeah. all, all yeah, that. Nice. You know, yep, yep, yep. So um sing and play at church. Best place yeah, to train. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I, I'm telling you, yeah. It's funny because this last maybe two years, things have really turned up. And and my sister's she's big in playing and she has her own album and stuff, but she does like a lot of contemporary platform stuff and and, and church. And I always I always did stuff in church because that's just that was like. But all my people are they're looking like, oh my gosh, we didn't know Christian was. <laughs> it's like I'm still keeping it like PG thirteen. It is what it is. You feel me? So <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's fun because I think they're learning music. It's it's a universal language. It's always yeah. going to be that. Mm. Okay, so. I love some Kelly Clarkston stuff, that breakaway record. I yeah. love some Matt Marr. There's so many other artists that I could just refer to that I've just taken little pieces from. Yeah. And, and and I love stuff that ground that's groundbreaking because I think that it shows you don't have to be so boxed in. You know what I mm. mean? There's music, it's huge, it's big, it's universal. So like treated treated as such, you know what yeah. I mean? I yeah. think it's incredible. Well done. Yeah. If you could co-write with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Ryan Leslie. And I and he does a lot of stuff in Australia. Well, okay. he actually produced Cassie's first single, who was with P. Diddy. Yeah. His whole story went graduated from Harvard at like 15, 16. But very intelligent. Yeah, but was a music producer. Plays like, what, four or five instruments. What I like about Ryan, he didn't compromise himself. Just a cool fly swag, but he never he never felt like he was trying to be what he wasn't. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a oh, singer. Yeah. He's not vocal. Vocally, he's not the best vocalist you've ever heard, but it, it's not even about that. What he does is so good yeah. that you appreciate him for that. And that's what I like about him. He's a hard worker. He's smart. Now he's transitioning to Bitcoin and wealth platforms for young artists, yeah. pushing their entrepreneur, mm-hmm. pushing the entrepreneurial envelope, but helping art, young artists understand that, yeah, do music, but make sure you're investing with some of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Leslie, man. And, and people don't even have to know who he is. That's why I say su- success is relative because yeah. you, you can define your success. If you're happy, then you're successful. Oh, the most I mean, successful I moment of my <laughs> life was doing my first ever open mic. You know, because uh, I think I was playing in my bedroom for so long, facing uh, uh-huh. that fear, I, like my fear around performing my original music in public was so huge to me uh-huh. that when okay. I finally okay. did, that was the most successful moment of my life. And I've done so much amazing stuff since then. That's so But amazing. I would still say that's the most successful moment in my life to point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. See, you know, so do you, Primarily, you're in Australia. Do you travel out of state? Or um, I went to Nashville in 2019. That was the last time I've, I've been out. So, yeah. And I, I collaborate with people in Nashville a bit or anywhere, really, if I can. But I want to yeah. collaborate with you. 
Yes, let's do something. Yeah, I, I actually still am defining my sound. So I actually, I have a song coming out with a couple of rappers in Adelaide this year, which will be really yeah, cool. Yeah. So I'm just doing like the That's singer-songwriter awesome. bit, but, but yeah. So where can I hear stuff? Because I, I can do it. Well, you can do it too. Compose after <laughs> This is what happens. Like, you can tell me what you yeah, hear. Yeah. I want to know what you hear, Please. actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I got, <laughs> I'll, listen, I'll listen through it. And I'll also, because uh, I'm doing my album right now, The Christian Nelson oh, yeah, Experience. Exciting. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The Christian Nelson Experience. That's what we're calling it. When's yeah. it coming it's out? It's an experience. I'll tell you what. We're trying to get it out like by, by the end of the summer, but we're dropping yeah. singles consistently. Yeah, yeah. Just drop one, um, and we and with the with the way of the way music is now, they want music now regularly. Yeah, and they only want one. They're like they, you, your hardcore fans. They want an album. They just want heaps and heaps of stuff. But exactly, exactly. Most people exactly. only listen to the first song, anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, keeping that in mind. Yeah, we're. I'm, the album is pretty much done. EP album. I've got yeah, some yeah. great songs on there. I've got a song called Race on there. And nice. Race is basically, it talks about, now I got a race just to save our love. Because I messed it up. I got a race just to save our love. So I'm painting the picture of how men, men usually have to rush after they mess up to try to make things. And so you can see, you know what I mean? We're racing to good. get the roses. We're racing to get yeah, because we've realized we messed up, and the the bridge is like because I created it like a, a racing uh, metaphor, like yeah, on yeah. the racetrack. So the so the bridge is on your mark, set, ready, go. I kind of drive them fast, and end up being it's like a race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so that's another real record. A lot of people are like anticipating. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It's stuff. good stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so what about um mm-hmm. like shows and stuff where you are at the moment? Are you guys doing live performances or? Yeah, right now, a lot of the festivals are starting to pick up here in Atlanta. So I'll be doing some of those, some of the outside performances. I've got a show coming up in North Carolina. I'll be posting about, that's another big, like, festival-type platform. Every Tuesday night, I do, like, a meeting with friends where people can meet and greet with me in in, uh, Buckhead. Yeah, 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 we have some drinks and stuff, and they have... um, food and we just like network and resource and everybody's like in Connect. music and like doing this and doing, yes yeah, yes just you know connect I mean. in. Yep, so so that's an every week thing and that helps a lot they play my songs there and stuff so that yeah. helps so shows there's gonna be a lot more shows coming up going into the summer and obviously when the project is actually done i'm sure you know that's that exciting. i'll be getting a lot more bookings yeah yeah, yeah so, you're gonna yeah, go out and book been, it and it, and they can be far and few between, but you know what? It only takes that one, one moment, and they're at the next level. And yeah, I'm just super I know, excited right? for it. It's just a matter of time, I really. <laughs> yeah. And that, all right, is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish up? You've been amazing. Um, it's been great. No, yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you, Rayleigh. Is it Thank Rayleigh? You. Just Ray. Well, I got you. No, it's been a pleasure. I know we were set earlier this month to, to do our my one on one, but. Cool. I'm glad that we were able to, yeah, I'm so glad that we were able to, to chat now. And I'm excited for you as well you. as hearing just a little bit of your story. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to hearing some of your music. Like I said, I'm all over the grid. So like, I love, I studied music appreciation. Like I took enough courses in it where yeah. I love music. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love music. So Like I'm still, I'm really at my, and this is one of the greatest things about this is I'm learning and I learn from people like you who are so generous enough to share your experiences. And I've yeah. worked with multiple different producers, but like what I said, you know how, like I said, with the authenticity, like it comes through and your energy transfers through. 
when you're not yeah, the producer, yeah. you've got to transfer your energy as an artist through the producer and then get that energy into the song. And I've struggled with that. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, with, with that. Like, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know, I'm still searching and I'm still just being open to wherever I'm meant to be and taking everything yeah. as a learning experience and just knowing that my sound's still out there and that energy is still waiting to be released in some format. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm pretty open to anything and everything at the moment. Yeah, there's definitely an audience for what you do. And that's one thing I had to tell myself too. If there's definitely an audience and identifying that audience has been like another key thing that I've had to do along the way. Who, you know, who who wants to listen to you or get to know you or likes your style of music? Yeah, and we were identifying that even more right now. So that's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah, no, well so, done. Yeah. And I hope well that done, um, whoever's listening to this, they're going to want to just follow you and I'm going to put all of your links to your music and your socials and your website and everything so people can just get it all up in your yeah. stuff. And just get to know you more and I look forward to hearing and following and just staying in touch and, and watching what comes out Yes, and collaborating too, if you yeah. can. That'd be cool. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You sent me a record this week. I'm going to have something for my life. <laughs> Like before Monday. Let's do it. Yeah. I love it. Interesting to see what your opinion is. And give me honest feedback, please. (laughs) Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And if it's terrible, just say um, it's terrible. (laughs) No. (laughs) I I definitely. Have you done any duet stuff before I let you go? I know we're we're wrapping up here. Duet. like. I I write a lot of duets. I've written so many duets. I actually haven't really recorded like I've got a song on an EP that I released like last month called Dancing on the Moon and it's meant to be a duet Oh wow! but I didn't have a guy to sing it and so it's just Uh I just did it solo but I have five songs that are all meant to be duets that I haven't recorded yet do you know what I mean but yeah I'll send you some let's check it out I don't know why but I keep writing duets and I'm like why am I writing duets I've got no one to sing duets with (laughs) (laughs) but they keep coming out of me I'm like oh this could be a duet yeah Yeah. Yeah, and like, and I keep seeing it happening, and I'm like, yeah, but so I'm like, I, I reckon I have a work husband out there. I'm waiting to meet that singing husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he's out there. He's, he's out, out there. there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's there. He might be here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right yeah, cool. You know, I'm gonna finish stuff, up. Thank stuff. you so much. Okay. I really appreciate your time. Take care, and we'll stay in touch. Okay, we'll stay in touch. Great talking. Okay, Ray. Hey, Christian. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for joining our songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guest, please go to the website, songwritertrists.com. Crowd, no one-